Welcome to ASI digitalaudioproject.com slash ASI. Here is Russ Shaw. Hello. It's Attitudes and Sexual Integrity. This is episode number four. I'm glad you could join me today. I'm glad you're sticking with me. I'm glad you've downloaded this show. If you're hearing my voice, you're one of the few, one of the few that's actually addressing this problem. And I just wanted to uh, give you a little pat on the back there, tell you thanks for joining me and taking this stuff on. It's not easy. It takes strength. It takes strength to take this stuff on. It's funny, I was talking with a friend and she was saying, isn't Christianity kind of a crutch? Isn't that kind of for weak people? You need some kind of a crutch to lean on? No, it's kind of like throwing away the crutches. That's what this show is kind of about. Take your crutches and throw them out. Get up and walk. I know your foot or your leg is sore, but you got to walk anyway. It'll get better that way. Emotional stuff just doesn't heal by itself. Like, time heals all wounds. Well, not necessarily emotional wounds. They, uh... They seem to fester and get infected, try and pile on more stuff to cover the pain, and you just end up hurting more. So thanks for joining me. I'm glad you joined me today. Again, congratulations for being in the fight. Uh, Some credit to Tim Lucas at liquidchurch.org for uh, some of the material I'm going to use on today's show. He did a great series called Porn in the Bible. And uh, go to liquidchurch.org and and download that series. It's great. You can go to iTunes as well and search for porn in the Bible or sex addiction, and you'll come up with that as well. Um, If you're listening to this on my website, I'd encourage you to uh, click on, go to the homepage and click on uh, either Yahoo Music Engine or the iTunes and download those programs. They're called an aggregate, and they will uh, help you subscribe to some of these shows. I just hope you're putting good stuff in your mind. That's what I want to encourage you to do in this battle is, you know, what kind of radio shows are you listening to on the way to work? If you drive a lot like me or you commute a lot, what kind of stuff are you putting in your brain? I just want to encourage you to keep putting positive stuff in your brain. iTunes and Yahoo Music Engine, there's a lot of good stuff. There's some bad stuff on there, too. But uh, I just pray that you you go in there and use some of that stuff to feed the good dog. If you don't know what I'm talking about by feeding the good dog, go to digitalaudioproject.com slash ASI and click on the good dog, bad dog link there. It's a link to a PDF file, so you're going to need the Adobe Acrobat to download that. But print it out. Hang it on your refrigerator, someplace where you're going to see it every day. I challenge you to do that. Put that metaphor in your face. Someplace where you're going to see it a lot. Speaking of feeding, I wanted to talk about a movie I saw over the weekend on video. Madagascar. Alex the Lion finds that he is consuming a lot of steak. He is an expert at consumption of steak in the Madagascar story didn't have to work for it. He just got the steak thrown to him every day. He didn't even know what they were. They're just a big gooey piece of red stuff to him. 
You know, you hear a lot of people say, what's wrong with a little porn? You know, there's nothing wrong with it. It's all, I'm single, I use porn. It's not that big a deal. Here's another one that a lot of people like to say. You know, you got to try on a pair of shoes before you buy. I mean, you can't marry someone, you know, without having sex with them. You gotta know what you're getting. You gotta kick the tires, drive the car around the block. That's not what sex... Sex is not meant to be consumed. It's not meant to be like a, a product that's packaged for your consumption. People are not like something you get at McDonald's. I like what uh, Tim Lucas said as a smash-and-grab kind of sexuality we have nowadays. Alex the Lion being fed these steaks every day, he never had to work for them. And Alex the Lion has a relationship with a, a buddy, Chris Rock, plays the zebra. Once they get out in the, in the wild, starts to realize that he's not, uh, he's not who he thinks he is. He's been programmed to consume, tries to go back to his routines, and he's trying to entertain the crowd, and he starts to look into the crowd, and he sees steaks everybody's stakes. And that's how sexuality is. That's why it's so important to have a good relationship. Have sex with that person who you're married to, who you've made a commitment to. Let the chase of sex be out of intimacy and a real heart-level connection. Not based on just consumption. I need my orgasm now. Throw me my steak. I, as a former sex addict, could really relate to this story because later on in the story we see Alex the lion and he's isolated himself from his friends from his relationships all he can think about is steak consumes his mind I'm alone now is that what you're thinking about? in the story of Madagascar Alex the lion finally realizes how to think a little differently. I don't want to give away the movie for you, so I'm not going to tell you how he, what he does to change, but he, uh, towards the end of the movie, you, you realize that he starts to get out of his steak fetish. He starts to connect with his friends. This is the deal, guys. You have to get help. You have to get a hand up. You have to have somebody pull you out of your situation. What I love about the Madagascar story is that they uh, they never forget about their buddy. They get in there and do the uncomfortable work of helping to pull their friend out of his mess. There was a guy in a testimonial at the Porn in the Bible series that said that porn and sex addiction is a lot like being stuck in quicksand and you just keep sinking. And you need a hand up to pull you out of it. Because the more you try and do it on your own, the more you struggle in the quicksand, the faster you sink. you got to get help. you got to have a friend. you got to have somebody pull you out of this deal. And I want to talk about today identifying that. You know, what is it? Is it the quicksand? Is it the stake? You know, what is it? The thing. I've got this thing, you know. That was my whole addiction story as I just would go in and tell the counselor, the pastor, whoever, I have this thing, this deal that I just can't seem to shake. There's a book by C.S. Lewis called The Great Divorce, which I believe paints a picture of this thing. The story 
in the book is of a young man who has a red lizard that has attached itself to him. And this, this lizard torments him. It makes fun of him. It, it whispers in his ear while he's sleeping, gives him bad dreams, crawls all over him. It digs its claws into his shoulder, hangs around him all day. One day, the young man is walking through the woods, and he comes upon an angel. Angel is comes up and says, uh, "Young man, I can remove that red lizard from your shoulder." And the guy goes, "Great, you know, I've been tormented by this thing for years. It's just been hanging on me for years and years, and I, I can't seem to shake it. If you can, man, if you can remove this, please do it." And the angel says, "Okay." And it turns into a big glowing ball of fire, and it reaches out with its hand and goes to remove the the lizard. And the guy realizes that, wait a minute. Now, this is going to be painful. You know, he, he says, whoa, hold on a second. You know, maybe, I mean, maybe you don't have to kill it. Maybe we can, uh, maybe we can do this another day. And the lizard, hearing the young man say this, he, he starts to campaign for his life. He starts to whisper in the, in the boy's ear. He says, what would you do without me? You better be careful. He can do what he says. He can kill me. Then I'll be gone. Then what are you going to do? He says, I know I've been bad in the past. I've been gone too far in the past. But I'll be better. I'll whisper dreams in your ear that are almost innocent. What's the red lizard saying to you? That's how I was, man. I wanted to get rid of this thing. I wanted to kick this thing so bad. But that red lizard would come to me in those times when I was alone, usually. My wife was gone. My family was gone comes a red lizard up alongside of me. Hey, what are you going to do without me? You can't get rid of me. It's not natural. You should be having an orgasm at least five times a week. You're going to lose your sex drive. I mean, this, this thing would just say stuff to me that would get me to justify doing it again. It would say, come on. You don't have to masturbate to those pictures. Let's just look at them. That's almost innocent. Or you can still masturbate. Just think about your wife or your girlfriend when you do it. That's almost innocent. And let's face it, you need that release. Such a lie. Look at sex as something that, inside of a beautiful relationship with someone you love, you pursue out of love. Not just this feeding on the steak. It's not to be consumed. It's quick consumption. Throw the steak out, eat the steak, spit out the bone, boom, you're done. Empty. You need more steak. Alex uh, Lyon in the Madagascar started looking at his buddy the zebra as a steak. People can do this in friendships. Friends with benefits, I remember that. We'll just have sex and it'll mean nothing. It just doesn't work that way. Especially for the ladies, guys. It's that smash and grab sex. You're just going to take it. Go. Just be the steak. Get in, get in there. Get out of there and go. It's, it's not that way. It's, there's relationship parameters involved. People get hurt. Married couples can do this. They go to the toy store and they start buying toys and handcuffs and get into weirder and weirder stuff. And, you know, let's bring a, let's bring a friend into bed with us. No, it's steak. It's just empty short-term smash-and-grab sex. 
and it'll destroy you in the long run. It'll destroy your relationship. Guys will do this, and sometimes the women will, they will, you know, just want to please their guy, but it's empty. And it can be poison for a relationship. Absolute poison. Satisfies you in the short term till you need that next fix. That's why you need to go through the pain of asking God to remove the red lizard. Remove it. I believe God will do that for you, but you have to change your thought patterns. Don't let that lizard sit there and talk to you. Say, wait, he'll campaign for his life. In those moments when you're alone, in those moments when your thoughts have started to snowball, that's why I talk about snuffing out them thoughts as soon as they pop into your brain. Snuff out the sparks. I remember going two weeks and I'd fail. Going three weeks and I'd fail. Going five days and I'd fail. And the facts were that I, I let the... Every time I, you know, repented, God, please forgive me. And then I went back to it again. Why? Because I let those little thoughts get in my brain. I let the red lizard say, you know, dwell on that woman a little longer than I should. Dwell on those pictures that I've seen a little longer than I should. Dwell on the acts, the situations in pornography longer than I should. Instead of snuffing them out right away. And you think you have it kicked until you start letting that stuff get in your mind and it starts to grow and it starts to gain momentum like a snowball rolling downhill until, boom, it's been two weeks, you're all alone. What are you going to do unless you start to snuff them out as soon as they pop into your mind? It's possible. That's what I did. That's how I broke this thing. The combination of that and getting inside my head, my own emotions, pulling some of that stuff out and finding out why I was acting out sexually, medicating myself, why that red lizard had such a power over me with those little speeches, those little campaigns for his life. I heard a psychologist say that your emotional intelligence remembers everything, even when you can't recall it. I was sexually molested twice when I was a kid, and I didn't want to even acknowledge it for years and years decades. I was so ashamed. I wasn't thrown down and raped. I was groomed into it. I was a participant. So I thought it was my fault. Just kept all that inside. A lot of other stuff, too. A lot of other stuff I didn't deal with. So we medicate. That's when the red lizard comes, crawls up on your shoulder and says, I got your medicine. Be careful. He can kill me. He will kill me, and then what will you do? You have to let the red lizard die. Hire some professionals to get in there and help you with your pain. I prayed to God a thousand times, please take this thing from me, but then when I, think, you know, when I was alone, when I was in those moments, when I was hurting, there comes the red lizard again. Have the red lizard killed. Get some professionals in intelligence, emotional intelligence, and heart intelligence. Get the penguins in there to teach you how to consume differently. Cute and cuddly, boys. Cute and cuddly. I'm just kidding. The penguins are psychotic. Go see the movie. If you haven't seen it yet, get the DVD. It's out on DVD now. It's awesome.
great analogy to this whole thing. Alex the Lion, he had the stake all the time when he was single, but once he got in a relationship, when all that relationship really mattered, he had to learn to consume differently. So, if you're struggling with letting the red lizard be killed, I just want to let you all know that it is worth it. It is so incredibly worth it. It is just not getting rid of the sex addiction. It's just not self-control. It's watching your marriage get better. Watching your family get better. Watching your relationships with your friends get better. In the story, the C.S. Lewis story, the young man says, Okay, kill the lizard. And the angel grabs the lizard from his shoulder and throws it on the ground and kills it. And the young man is he's hurting from the pain of the lizard being pulled off, but he's delighted that the lizard's gone. He's so glad that it's been pulled off his body and it's thrown onto the ground. And the body of the lizard turns into a beautiful black stallion. And the young man gets on the black stallion and rides away. And I just want to encourage you that your life, what, you know, your life will be so much better without this red lizard on you. Without this thing, without that deal on you. I hope the red lizard story helps you identify your enemy. Might need to get an accountability group when that red lizard climbs up on you and starts campaigning for his life again. You need to maybe call somebody, pick up the phone and dial somebody up. Send somebody an email, instant message somebody. Have an instant message accountability group. So when you're sitting there in front of the computer and you can see your buddies who are online, that red lizard starts campaigning for his life again. You can reach out for help. Make that step. Because I guarantee you that that red lizard is not going to go quietly. He's not going to just let the angel kill him without a fight it's going to be uncomfortable it's going to be painful even maybe get in an accountability group you know I know instant messaging is kind of annoying people bugging you while you're trying to work but it helps you might be six feet from the edge like the creep song says and that red lizard saying you know maybe six feet ain't so far down I want to talk about another strategy. This is a strategy that comes from the book Every Man's Battle. For us guys, uh, one of the biggest sex organs on a man is his eyes. Our eyes uh, absorb, kind of like Alex the Lion and the steak, seeing everybody as steak. The strategy they talk about in that book is uh, instead of looking on women as or objects or ads or whatever it is on as something to consume letting your eyes linger there for a little while and soaking up those images. Instead of consuming them, trying another habit may be fairly difficult, but it's worth it. It's worth the effort. The strategy I'm talking about, the discipline, it's going to take a little discipline. It's called the eye bounce. You see something uh, come into your view that's inappropriate, that, that causes you to soak up maybe a little bit just bounce your eyes off it those sexual images whether it be an ad billboard or a woman who wearing a low cup top that bends over you just bounce your eyes keep practicing that 
bounce your eyes off any impure image. This will help you out in this fight, help you keep those thoughts from snowballing. Sometimes those images pop into our brain and they're very difficult to remove. Just try that eye bounce. Bounce your eyes. Don't let your flesh soak up those lustful images. I pray that you try that. Put it into uh, put it into action. The eye bounce. Don't look at everybody as steak. You start looking at women as steak. Bounce your eyes. It's another thing in your arsenal. And get the book, Every Man's Battle. There's lots of good stuff in there. It's on the uh, bookstore bookstore link on my website digitalaudioproject.com slash ASI check it out thanks for joining me and if you can send a donation I would sure appreciate it just go to digitalaudioproject.com slash ASI there's a make donation button right there on the website uh, I, I appreciate it tremendously helps with the bandwidth cost helps with my hosting cost and software
Crawl up 